gonna get a lot of dough. Anything is possible. Turn me up in the headphone. Yeah. Trying to get a lot of dough and dirt through all the obstacles, cause anything is possible. Yeah. Oh man, I got a lot of goals. Stack that bread and vomit nose. Anything is possible. Yeah. Trying to get a lot of dough and dirt through all the obstacles, cause anything is possible. Man, listen. One, thank you for being here. Welcome to the very first episode, season one, episode one of the Marcus Hendricks Show. I got a little bit of ego, so I had to name it after myself. I got this model saying, uh, it's no monument to any one man, more so an inspiration to all. But I figure if it's not going to be a monument to any one man, I got to stroke my ego just a little bit, don't I? So I figure I threw my name on everything. It'd be okay. You know, it's going to be lifelong projects, either legacy projects so when you're talking about legacy projects, it's okay to have a little bit of remembrance for you just in case niggas want to forget. One thing we know, niggas will forget if you let them. Nah, not even if you let them. Niggas will forget because they want to. People not all for props. You know, they talk about not getting your flowers till you're gone. I'm not necessarily looking for flowers, but I figure if I grow my own, I don't have to wait for anybody to give them to me, right? So that's how I look at that. Uh, I got a lot I want to share with everybody, man. I'm very excited to be here today to be recording. This is not my first time recording per se. If you can tell, I'm pretty good on the mic. This is not my, this is not my first foray into this, uh, but this is my first time, you know, doing it on my own, doing my own shit and, and broadcasting it in this way that I think is very much more centered around me, but not necessarily for me, if that makes sense. I have this other saying, it's a come one, come all, knowing that not all will come, but those who do, they're meant to be here. I understand that this is not going to be a podcast to show a media platform for everybody to be interested in, but there are going to be a certain amount of people. There's going to be a deep level of people that will resonate with the things I have to say because they understand my story and even more, they relate with it. So if we're talking about my story, that's where we're going today. My uh, topics today are who is Marcus Hendricks? Because a lot of y'all do not know who I am. I'm still the new kid on the block for damn sure. So I want to give you all a little explanation, a little foray into my life. And then some goals and plans for this upcoming year. You know, we're in January. It's early. We're still pretty much in week one. Uh, well, we're starting week two of January, but we're right on the cusp of that, that, that brink of it. So I figure what better time than now to share my goals and plans. I don't necessarily do New Year's resolutions. I'm not big on that one. Uh, you know, they say I think it's 96% of people, they drop them, 46 within the first six months. I'm not one of those guys that's going to sit there and, and pretend that I'm setting goals that I'm not going to keep. I like to set goals during the year and just go after that shit. I'm an action guy. The other, the, the model for this year, the motif around here is action words and power moves only, baby. We're moving. Momentum, momentum mindset. So who is Marcus Hendricks? I'll tell you. I think that's my computer starting to heat up. We'll pull a little charger out for now. Uh, I got uh, three things that, that I'm big on right now. I'm a creative strategist slash social innovator. So my big things are within that is coming in. I'm an idea guy for sure. I, I accumulate and I bring up a lot of ideas. I produce a lot of ideas throughout the day, throughout my week, throughout my life. And a lot of them is shit I can't do. You know, I understand I have a capacity that is, while very ranging, it is still limited. I'm still only a human. I like to think of myself as a machine, but I'm still only a man. And uh, as a man, you can't do everything. And I understand that. So focus says, my best thing is coming in. Okay, here's something that you can do. Here's something that you can do. But what are you doing? How can I help in that? Uh, so I'm a strategist in that way. I'm a mindset coach. 
I've the past year or so, I've been deep on my mindfulness mindset and just general growth journey. Uh, and that's been inspired by a lot of different individuals. You're here. Shout outs as, as we go across this. Uh, but just in general, man, it's this idea that I am Marcus. I, I call it the jack of all trades, master of one. So that's who Marcus Hendricks is, the jack of all trades and master of one. Um, I'll go deeper into that. So what we're talking about today, like I said, my goals and plans for 2023 and then going back to kind of who I am, but specifically my story. I think if I wrap up, excuse me, if I wrap up with where I come from and where I'm going, I definitely think that's a space a lot of people resonate with. I don't have a particularly special or unique experience or have an upbringing that many people cannot, uh, that I would say people haven't experienced before me and won't after. I definitely hope that nobody necessarily has to go through the things that I have. Um, losing my father at eight years old as a young lad. You know, my younger sister, she was only six. So, you know, that's the kind of experience, something like that, growing up on the south side of Chicago for the first 12 years of my life. Uh, single mother, single parent household. Not that nothing was ever bad. I grew up in a house full of love. I grew up in a family full of love. Um, but you talk about, you know, a lot of the experiences you hear from somebody like a G Herbo. I relate to a lot of those things. So I figure if I can give somebody a little bit of solace and realizing that you're not alone in this world and even more, you're not alone in this world and you can fucking make it out. You can fucking make it out of whatever it is. Uh, it's, it's all in the effort and the work, man. I, and I, I'm a living testament to that. I'm a walking testimony. Uh, interestingly enough, yesterday, Sarah Jakes Roberts, phenomenal pastor, daughter of Bishop T.D. Jakes, local DFW locals uh, there in Arlington at the Potter House. And man, she was saying yesterday, she was talking about invitation to mastery. That was the name of her message. And she gave six tips, to six strategies to mastery. How do you get to mastery? Specifically, I won't go into what she meant by mastery. Mastery did not mean being a master of your art or being a master of what you do. And I don't believe in that either. I think the 10,000 hours thing is a very interesting um, idea to believe in because if you put your 10,000 hours in, do you stop? No, you keep going. Excuse me. Newark, New Jersey. I don't know nothing about that. <laughs> look, they, they, I get the calls from random people. I tell you, you got to leave me a voicemail these days and nobody leave them. So look, if you don't call, if you call back a second time, I, I might call you back. I might answer the second time if I catch it. But if you don't call me back the second time, you kind of lost me. Uh, my friends, they know that. They know they got to double text me these days. I just, I'm not super involved on my phone and not necessarily that it's a self-involved thing, but it is a selfish thing to keep my sanity. I'm not going to allow my time to be invaded on my space to be uh, encroached on without my permission, for sure. Um, and that's definitely a mindset hack that I've learned over time and it has grown. And man, is it powerful. So that's something that we're going to talk about along the way, for sure. I think what will be interesting about this is y'all are going to get some free mindset coaching, a lot of free mindset coaching, especially as we talk about there'll be live streams coming on a regular basis. I enjoy the idea of being able to pull in an audience, um, and just hop on at random times, owning your own platform in that sense of being able to not have to ask anybody, hey, is it okay if I you know, talk to these people real quick, share a message, drop some game or some insight, give them some advice real quick? I don't have to do that. I'm not going to do that. That's the purpose of being your own boss, of being your own man, and moving in your own time and space and purpose. Um, and definitely moving in divine timing and moving with God, it allows me to kind of move in a different energy that I think many people have not yet realized or even accepted exist because they're not aware of it. Uh, and so definitely I, that's a message I want to spread and get to more people and get them to understand that when you follow your purpose, you move in a completely different space. Uh, and it's very evident from the moment you start. And as you go through it, you'll see it every, at every point it's evident. 
Uh, so back to it, man. Who is Marcus Hendricks? Let's start there. One, Marcus Hendricks is excited to start creating content for real, man. I, uh, I've been doing it for a little bit in different ways, but I haven't necessarily dove into it the way I probably should. The way I'm doing it like this in a space where I'm saying this is a dedicated platform for me to come and share messages, share my thoughts, share my advice, again, insight, drop free game, drop knowledge. I consume a lot of information, but it's all deliberate and intentional and purposeful information. I don't pull in a lot of bullshit. My uh, my spaces are curated. My Twitter and uh, Instagram profile feeds are very curated. So nothing that I really pull in is counterintuitive or different than anything that I'm going to talk about. And you'll notice that at every point, I okay, we got people speeding. I can see straight out into the street right here. It's an interesting thing watching right here on Elm Street, man. They just fly up and down and up and down and up and down. I'm like, where are you going, man? Where are y'all going? That's the biggest question, you know. Where are y'all going? Anyway, who is Marcus Hendricks? Like I said, I'm a creative strategist, social innovator, mindset coach, entrepreneur, um, a boss. I won't say real nigga, but y'all can say it for me if you decide to. At, at, At core, I'm a builder and an ambassador for truth. And what I say by what I mean by builder, I mean that I am a I'm a community builder. I enjoy bringing together what I call inspired individuals. In my mind, an inspired individual is someone who is like me, maybe not necessarily at their point of living in their purpose, but moving toward it and seeking it every day, especially knowing that their purpose is serving the greater world. Uh, I definitely have a, a life calling to do for people. I'm a service provider in that sense. I'm a protector in that sense. I just want to see people thrive and succeed. Uh, And that's a lot of what this show will be about is giving people a platform to come on and share their stories, share their messages. I will have segments called Black Boy Joy. I want to see black men come on here and just be happy. Black men don't often get a place to, to come on and celebrate themselves and just their accomplishments, their happiness and just live in it. Um, Oftentimes when a black man is expressing joy, it's seen as cockiness or it's seen as arrogance. It's an ego to just have confidence and happiness in the things that you're doing and living life the way you love it. I have a lust for life, man. I tell people my ult- the ultimate mind- mental model and mindset act you can have is the attitude for gratitude, man. If you walk around this earth every day realizing that you are getting a chance to walk around this earth every day, what the fuck else can touch you? I mean, that's a, that's a genuine question. Like what else is there except the chance to wake up every day and start again? I thank God every day for the chance that he gives me to to wake up and try it again and run it back. I see that sunrise. I'm like, man, let's fucking go. Let's go. Let's do this shit. Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Let's get this. Look, come on, man. You can see it in me. Black boy joy radiates out of me. And if you can't tell, you will be able to at the end of this. If not at the end of this episode, at some point along the way, you sure dang gonna know. Uh, otherwise, other than that, what are we talking about? Who is Marcus Hendricks? The attitude of gratitude, for sure. And walking around with the lust for life, man. Outside of that, I would say I am what some would call, I wouldn't call it a mama's boy, but I'm a boy that loves his mama for damn sure. And even more, I was blessed with what's what I call, we call a bonus mom in my family. We don't say stepmother because that word is so oftentimes when you, you know, you hear the word step parent when it is referring to certain individuals. I have another, I had another step parent and I wouldn't compare the two and say that they live in the same space, specifically in my heart. Um, so I know that I wouldn't, I wouldn't even dare put those two words describing those two individuals. Um, Desiree Rideau, wonderful human. We just got back from the Dominican Republic. We were out in Punta Cana uh, with my younger sister, Alana Iman Matthews, the GOAT, man. 
Hey, talk about a boss babe. She has her own company too, Boss Babes Women's Network. My little sister's out at Dillard University killing shit. She's cold-blooded, man. I tell people, if you think I'm good, you ain't seen nothing yet. But that's what we know specifically about this world we live in, about um, the history of our culture. The black man is a great individual. Ingenuity, creativity, inspiration, and motivation breathe out of us. It just is what it is. That is our culture. But man, you talk about the mother of all mankind, the black woman, man. Look, now I say a woman's intuition is what a man is missing. And I'm a living testament to that being a fact. And as I was saying, you know, I, I got blessed growing up in a family, like, even not having my dad around. I grew up in a family of phenomenal, strong, uh, powerful women that didn't take no for an answer because they knew that no could not be the answer. Right. I think that's what a lot of times we miss in life is um, that understanding of you only keep going as far as you let yourself keep going. If you stop, I, I tweeted about this the other day. If you stop playing this game of life, you've already lost. The second you consider not playing the game, E.T. the hip hop preacher was saying in his the podcast they just dropped, Five Years to Fiji. It, I had a very interesting message yesterday. It was a very clear message that flew, flowed through my day. Um, I woke up with a dream about the game Monopoly, man. It was lessons of longevity. And it was understanding that, going back to Desiree, my bonus mom, my mother, when my sister and I were younger, we used to play the game Monopoly for days on end. We would set up the game on a Monday. And if that game didn't end until Friday, guess when we were playing? We were playing until that game finished. But more specifically, we were not playing until someone won, nor were we playing until someone lost. We were playing the game. Right. So somebody would get second, somebody would get third. And in the sense of somebody getting third, if there is no fourth. OK, well, yeah, third loss. But the only way you lose at the game Monopoly is by going bankrupt. Right. So if you never go bankrupt, you're never technically out of the game. If the game were to continue, if more players were to join, you are now the top dog in that sense. Uh, I think that's what so many people miss in life is that that sense of longevity, the marathon mindset, the keep going. Um and that's what I'm definitely here to teach, if nothing else. I believe that overall is is such a powerful way to live and understanding that shit's going to happen. You're going to take L's, man. But as long as you got that other, those other two L's, love and longevity, as long as you're looking toward those in everyday life, you're going to be all right. Because losses are nothing but lessons to, to take back and try again. You bounce back. Bounce back like, what do you say? Bounce back like one, six, no, one, three. Whatever. Reach back like one three. So that's who Marcus Hendricks is, man. Marcus Hendricks is here to inspire, here to motivate. Nas has a line and no introduction. I like to teach and build with brothers about how easy it is to reach a meal. Are you needed some skill? Then it's grind time. Knowledge is better than imagination, says Einstein. Imagination is better than knowledge, says Einstein. It's all in the mind. Uh, but even more, I'm a lifelong learner, man. I am a student of the game of the cultural game, of this hip-hop game. I love the, I love hip-hop, and that is why I'm so um, dedicated to shifting hip-hop, because I love that genre. I love the individuals that have inspired me. I learned a lot from the Hoes, a lot from the Nas's, a lot from the J. Coles, and the, even the Drakes, the Rick Rosses, uh, the G. Herbos so far. Those individuals have inspired and taught me a lot and been great motivation. Nipsey Hussle, uh, probably my ultimate inspiration especially excuse me especially as far as the marathon mindset goes and understanding that you know he preached what he lived man he understood that this this journey does not end again as long as you allow yourself to stay in the game you continue playing man and i'm just here to play the game so that's who marcus hendricks is and that's something that i won't go you know i'm not going to sit here for an hour and tell you all about myself in that 
braggadocious sense or that because a lot of people have called me cocky and arrogant and egotistical and then boastful, whatever over the years. And I love it at this point because I know it's not true. I know who I am to an extent that a lot of people do not, especially at my 22 years young, very young at 22. Uh, but I've gotten the chance to see so much and experience so much and meet so many different people that I do believe that I, uh, I sit in a special spot, a spot that a lot of people don't get to get sometimes in their lifetime, especially if you look at back generations and then the ancestors that have come before me, they haven't been given the chance. They have not been allowed the chance to discover themselves and understand who they are to the fullest extent. It was frowned upon. It was, it's not a, it has never really been a cool thing for a black man to explore himself. A black woman has never really gotten the, y'all mind leaving? Do y'all mind leaving? Do y'all mind, excuse me, do y'all mind leaving? I'm recording a podcast and y'all aren't really, be, okay, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> excuse me. Yeah, they, uh, a lot of people in, in this apartment building. So right now I'm not, I'm not studioing it up. I have been trying to get into a studio for a while. And that's one of those more interesting things as far as the studio goes. Um, there's a lot of different spaces around here and that's an interesting segue. Okay. So I wouldn't call this a makeshift studio whatsoever. I've got my mic, I got my camera, I've got my head. I got everything I need to have a studio. Now it's not soundproof, but I'm also not super big on soundproofing because I like being in the open space of it. Um, we are setting up a creative space downstairs and once that happens, it will be soundproof more. Uh, but in, in the meantime, in the interim, I'm okay being in this space. Adaptability and ingenuity says that's a black man's greatest strength is, is rolling with the punches and doing what you got to do to make shit happen, right? I'll drink to that. This is a, we got some Dominican rum and Sprite in the cup. So every time I speak facts, which is going to be a lot, I'm going to take a sip. Like I said, I'm an ambassador for truth, man. And my big thing is I'm not going to sugarcoat shit, but I'm also not going to tell you a lie. I'm not going to lie to you about nothing. I have no reason to. Uh, they talk about wealth and knowledge being a, not a zero-sum game. Uh, they talk about status sums. This is something I got from Naval. And if you don't know Naval Robbie Kant, you definitely should be paying attention to things he has to say. Naval is a very interesting um, role model, inspiration, and motivator, and just thought leader. Man, Naval has an interesting perspective on the world, but it makes so much sense. Another individual that I'll throw out there real quick that inspired me over the past year, 19 Keys, man. Shout out, Peace King. That man right there, you want to talk about somebody that is 100% divinely led and you can see it in everything? There's no question that, you know, the messages when he speaks, they're coming from God's ear. I mean, God's mouth to my ears through his throat uh, or through his voice box, whatever it may be. That is a definitely a good individual to follow and to understand um, what he's saying and, and to grasp it and to actually look at it for what it is. Uh, and that's all I want people to do with me is just to take it with a grain of salt. I'm not going to because like I'm not going to sugarcoat it. So take it with a grain of salt. Have some flavor, add your own flavor to it, but take what I'm saying also at face value. Understand that I'm not here to bullshit a single one of you because I love, I, I'm just here for love. I'm on my love tip this year, man. Shout out Diddy. Big facts, big facts. So the year is 2023. What do we have coming, man? What are we doing for 2023? What is the plan? What is the motion? Uh, if you see, if you follow me on any socials, which I'll shout out my socials real quick. On Twitter at M underscore H-E-N-D-R-I-C-K-S. That's Hendrix for you if you can't spell it. Two, seven, those are the numbers. Instagram, Marcus, M-A-R-C-U-S underscore Hendrix. TikTok, YouTube, Twitch, whatever. Obviously, if you're seeing this, you're on my YouTube, so that's not too much of a worry. TikTok, I'm not on enough yet, but I will be. Twitch, uh, I, don't, I don't even know my Twitch username, and I'm not too much feeling Twitch. Twitch is kind of an ugly platform. 
I logged on to Twitch the other day trying to go uh, live, and I did it for a little bit. Now, two things happened on Twitch. One was the broader uh, landscape of it, and one was directly at me. The broader landscape in the homepage or the explore, the for you, whatever, or the feed, whatever, Twitch is filled with women playing. I, I knew this from TikTok, and they talk about it, but uh, Twitch is all just women playing video games in scantly, scant outfits. I don't get that. You horn dogs need to get it together, man. Y'all are, we got some freak masters out here, man. We got some freak masters. Hey, listen, I don't kink shame. If you's a freak master, get your freak on. Like, listen, get your freak on. Get your, if you notice, I'm a big music guy. I'm a huge fucking music guy. So you're going to notice at every point, I'm probably going to connect some shit to a song or pull up a lyric out of nowhere. I do tangents and metaphors and analogies. I speak in parables. Okay, yeah, sure. There goes here goes another lyric for you. Nipsey says, "I won't even go there because people won't like that." That's supporting me of people saying, "Oh, what is, who does he think he is? Who does he know he is? God's child." I ain't even gonna say facts. I'm gonna just sip. You gonna know? Point being, goals and plans for 2023, man. So if you don't know, back toward the end of 2022. I launched my first LLC and my first business, and that is more so. It's not a direct, uh, immediate project uh, per se. That is the legacy vision. It's a legacy mission. Um, it's something that is just a vehicle for sure for everything for my future endeavors, for my future plans, what I call legacy projects. Um, just a, a, an allowance for me to have the room and the space to do things in the way that I want to, because I understand that building a legacy is so much tied to what you can pass down to the next generations. It's all passed down to that. Obviously, that's what a legacy is. Uh, it's what you leave behind. But I learned that from a very young age from my father before, you know, his untimely passing, that the best thing you can do is pass down a legacy. That's all a man has in this world is what he passes down. Now, while my father did not necessarily pass down many assets to me, he passed down a wealth of knowledge, a wealth of general information and a spirit that cannot be taken from me. And that is a legacy within itself. Um, he passed down again, marrying a wonderful woman that has taught me so much along the way and has brought in a sister to me that has also been an inspiration for me for so much of my life, for my entire life that we've been together. Those are assets that money cannot buy, right? You cannot buy a loving family that gives a damn about your success and is invested, mutually invested in, you know, we're all invested in each other and elevating and pushing each other forward. Money can't buy that. So I definitely am appreciative and understanding of what he did and the position he placed us in to succeed further and to take it, you know, take the baton and keep running with it. Like I said, the shit's a marathon, man. The shit's a marathon. But I still got to win my race. Shout out Drake. The boy. Shout out the boy. What do you say? We listen. That's why we listen to 21. And the boy. We want the lights in Paris. You're in your little, in your little V12. I'm a four cylinder. I come from that. Okay. <laughs> man, I, I just look. If you cannot tell, I'm excited to live life every day, dog. I just love being out here doing this shit, making stuff happen, acting on what I want to do, acting on my emotions, my intuition with intention. There's a, I call, I say the, the winner's recipe for success is organic intentional action. People, people know the word intentional, which yeah, people know the word intentional, but do they really know what that even means? See, intentional is something that, you know, you talk about those words, goat, genius, whatever it may be. Intentional is another word that gets thrown around. And I don't think people realize what, realize what it means. Intentional is not calculated. Calculated is, is much different. Calculated involves 
uh, steps and per and, and you know plans and and more so just a a much more in depth look at things. And I think intentional means I think intentional often more so comes from the heart. Intentional means that this is real, right? Intentional means that this is not. This is not for flage. This is not for the camera. I'm doing this for a reason. I have a reason behind this. This is purposeful. Now, while those may be synonymous, I just, yeah, I do believe that there is a different, there's a distinction there. And we oftentimes, we keep running into this world where you give people an idea and they take it and just decide what they want to make of it, which is how things work. I get that. But when you allow people to do that and you allow people who didn't do the research, who are not actually looking at it for what it is to just take something for what that's why we have social media where it's at today. There's a lot of opinion and conjecture out there that is not it's not conducive to what it actually should be. I tweeted not too long ago. I'm like, we got we're at this point where, you know, the ideas of value and weight we've given everybody's opinion equal weight. And I don't think that that is uh I don't think that's the way we're supposed to be moving. You know, I value everyone's opinion, not necessarily everyone, but I value opinions in general. I'm going to listen to what you have to say if you're taking the time to share your opinion and your insight and advice with me, especially if I do believe that you've taken the time to research or look into it or actually even curate it for me specifically. Hell yeah, I'm going to listen. But at the end of the day, there's two people who I'm listening to above all else. And I wouldn't even say, yeah, there's not necessarily a person, but I guess my soul and the man upstairs. It's the only two people that's really walking in this path with me. Only two people that are actually invested in my success or failures. See, a lot of people can be invested in your successes. They want to be invested in your successes. But when the failures come around, who's standing there? Who's catching you when you fall back? You know, so that is definitely. Um, and you, you want to talk about goals and plans for 2023. One of my biggest goals, especially in the social engineer, social innovator side, is changing the way we look at the world and more specifically the way we speak about it. Again, understanding that we talk about a world that we live in, in these terms that are so negative, but they're actually not negative terms. It's just what we've decided to make them mean over time through the opinions of people who have no idea what they were supposed to mean in the first place. You know, they talk about the idea of innovation being not just making something new, but paying attention to what was there and what worked before combining it with what works now and then producing what will work tomorrow. So you have to have an idea of the past and the present to make the future. They talk about, you know, learning from history and yeah, that's very true, but we don't learn from history. If we don't learn from history, we can learn the history of it, but if we don't actually learn the lessons that it's supposed to have taught us, similarly going back to the game monopoly, the ideas of longevity, obviously that understood. And I mean, that, that standard, the test of time within my heart, mind and soul, for a very long time. And I understood that, excuse me, as I you know went along, but it definitely is something that just recently came back to me and I really kind of got what it meant. And that was another point in Sarah Jakes Roberts lesson yesterday in her, uh, in her, excuse me, not speech, that's the wrong, in her testimony. You know, there is, we get these downloads from source, right? So what happens, and I catch them a lot while I sleep, but I catch them a lot in music for sure. What will happen is, Things that we've known our entire life. And this is another uh, 19 Keys idea. He says, when we read, we don't necessarily read. We read add, you know, taking off, extending the words, making it a little bit something else. And I love that. I fucking love that because he's right. You read add. You look at things like reading the book, listening to music, you know, taking a podcast, like a high level conversation and hearing something that you're like, yeah, that makes perfect sense. They call it the bias of confirmation. I call it the bias of affirmation. 
thing about the bias of affirmation is affirming something versus confirming something. Again, two different things often get used synonymously. That's not correct. See, confirmation is when you get a yes. You have to kind of ask for confirmation or seek out confirmation. That's why the bias of confirmation is, is, exists. The confirmation says, OK, I went to look for something to make sure that I was right, which is OK. That's that's how you make sure that you were right. That's how you keep from being wrong. But if the question was never about being right or wrong and more so just believing in what you believe, knowing what you know, that's where you get affirmation. I do believe that in a lot of spaces, I know what I know. Right? And again, that's talking about pulling from so many different sources. I listen to the old heads. Man, I love talking with people older than me, dog. I love talking to people older than me because you know what people older than you give you? They give you the truth. They talk of there's this idea that Naval did present at one point talking about people giving winning lottery tickets. Um, you know, when, when you ask them, well, how'd you get there? And they give you the numbers that won, but they don't give you any of that loss. My pushback on that is people often only ask for the winning lottery tickets because who wants to know about the things that made you lose if they're only looking to win? See, most people are not looking to avoid the losses or even more learn from the losses. They're only looking to win. And that's where they end up losing. See, when you sit in that space of, and this is, look, tying it all back. Like I said, I got a very interesting message yesterday. It was a very clear um, story that was being you know, put into my heart and put into my ears. And this is where I do wish I had a larger platform where I could go and just directly connect to the people. Because that's something I would have wanted to do immediately. It was very clear from the morning, from the second I woke up and then for it to flow from that that very point through me going to sleep. I didn't finish the E.T. podcast until I had fallen asleep already. Now, I paused it before I went to sleep because I wanted to hear what they were talking about. See, what E.T. and the guys on The Secret of Success were talking about, shout out C and Mao. They were talking about uh, not necessarily that I'll go back to Sarah Jakes Roberts, SJR. That's what, that's what we'll sit on for a second, SJR. So she was talking about not being focused on the destination because then you you lose out on the journey. And that is something that I'd already kind of come to understand and had been preaching for a minute. Enjoy the process. I've been telling friends for a while. It's something very special. I've been moving in a very special space to to be present in these moments and to realize at every moment that this is the process. Right. When I wouldn't get the instant gratification I was looking for, when I would think I dropped a fire tweet and see 40 views that now that you got Elon with the view count, I'm starting to love the view count because I'm interested to see which ones reach in different spaces, not necessarily reach further, but which ones are getting a little bit more eyes. Okay. Not necessarily that I'm even going to harp on that a little bit more, just what is reaching. Okay. That got there, that got there. That's interesting. Okay, cool. But I, I stopped looking for the retweets and the likes and the reposts and the, it doesn't matter because here's the thing about it, especially again, when you're the new kid on the block, you damn sure if the if the people that's been around for a minute aren't getting their flowers until after they're gone, you're the new kid on the block. You're not getting shit. <laughs> you're not getting a damn thing till it's time. Right. And that's cool with me. And that's what I had to tell, been telling my guys for a while, man. I'm like, it's something very special to be present in these moments and to realize at every point this is the process. Right. So looking back at her talking about, you know, she was saying somebody, somebody's going to catch this. Somebody's going to catch this. Somebody caught it. Somebody caught it. To sit in that space where you're realizing that the destination, specifically the destination is not that important because you kind of either get there or you don't. Right. If you're in the car and you got the map on and you, or even if you know where you're going, you don't need the map. You know the journey. You know the route. You've been there a million times. 
you don't get there until you get there. I, I love how it's funny when I drive, I try to cut time off. I always wonder, can I make it two minutes faster? Can I cut off two minutes? Ah, the map don't know me. I, the map don't know how I drive. And now it doesn't. I often do cut two or three minutes off of my, my time everywhere I go. But I always look at it and I'm like, well, you were there early anyway, or you were late anyway. So what's it really matter? And even more, you got there. Or when I when I don't cut time off, it's like you still got there at the time you were supposed to, whatever it may be. And just realizing the journey there is what mattered. The getting there is what mattered. I'm now here. It no longer matters whether I cut the two minutes off or not. Who gives it? I'm not going to sit there and tell anybody. Or if I do, who cares? Right. So what she was talking about more specifically was and that the idea of the invitation of mastery. That's where the invitation of mastery lies. Taking that journey with God and walking with God in every step and being there, realizing that you are walking with God through the trials, through the tribulations and through the triumphs, too. That's what many people often, you know, they talk about. Be grateful for for the successes as well. But pray when you're doing well. Pray when you're doing good. And I very much agree with that, man. I don't know if you notice I just crossed. I'm a leg crosser. No, don't don't get at me. I'm a leg crosser. It is what it is, man. But uh, yeah, man, I'm like. That was just a very interesting message. And again, I'm not going to go into depth into her hour long sermon. I don't know why I can think of the word sermon earlier. Testimony. Testimony is not pastors don't really testify. They they have sermons. I'm not going to get into her hour and 10 minute long testimony. Excuse me, sermon. But again, that idea of bump the destination, man. Let's take the journey. Take the journey. You got to take the journey. Okay. So again, going back to the, the monopoly thing is where I woke up and it was funny how it kind of combined, 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 combined. I always notice synchronicities and I don't believe in coincidence, but I do believe in in those little synchronicities in life because they're, oh, they're oh so beautiful. When you catch those little moments of serendipity and you're like, ah, the aha moments. Oh, man, I cherish a good aha moment. I live for a good aha moment. OK, I live for it. Right. Can you mind, y'all mind if I hold the mic real quick? Get a little closer in here with me, man. Get a little closer in here with me, man. I cherish the aha moments, man. So I, yeah, probably I would say just a, a 24 hour span of aha moments yesterday, dog. I look at uh, what follow right after. So I do, you know, I follow astrology. I am a very spiritual individual. Many people don't know that about me, oddly. Not that I, you know, everybody wears one, but I wear one. This is the Lord's prayer on my chest. I say it grounds me and I mean that. Um, but the thing about that, yeah. So I, I was in my astrology app. Shout out Chaney Nichols. I love your app, by the way. Chaney, you have a phenomenal platform that you have developed there. And again, talking about plans for 2023 and beyond, the THC app. I need a developer, man. If anybody is out here trying to make an app for a young black man, because here's the thing about the app. The app is for all of us. The THC app will be a curated space of edutainment. I love that word, edutainment. It's such a beautiful word. Edutainment. Say it with me. Edutainment. Okay. Uh, but yeah, man, the, the the THC app, and a little tangent real quick, because we were talking about, I. that's the thing about this show. That's what will happen. Like I said, they're always going to connect back, but the tangents will happen about every second or so. I promise you they're going to happen. Uh, so yeah, the, and the metaphors will just extend and extend and extend. What do they call Allegory. I'm like a walking allegory. I'm a walking allegory, dog. I love Odysseus. I love Odysseus. That was one of my favorite books to read in high school, specifically, I think, for that reason. That idea of the long extended metaphor and it always ties back to what it was supposed to be. It never strayed. It taught a lesson at every moment. 
you thought you thought I was going somewhere else, but really I was going here to go here. The SpongeBob, like, I love the the SpongeBob, and here and here and here and here. I love that because that's me. And here and here, but it always comes back to the same point. Okay, it always comes back to the same point. Yeah. So the THC app, what was the, what is that? That's going to be a curated space of content creators, of builders, of makers, of entrepreneurs, of freelancers. I find what happens, especially when I came into this journey of my own, especially on my entrepreneurial journey toward the end of last year, um, what happened was, is I'm a very talented 22 year old. Okay. I'm not going to, that's another point of view. Like I don't like tooting my own horn, but I often have to go beep, beep because it just is the truth. I'm a very well-rounded, ranging, I call myself a positionless player for a very, very clear reason. You know, I don't, like you said, I don't make up names for myself than change the name I just gave to myself. But I will make up new names for myself and keep them, okay? Because I'm now living in that. Like Sarah Jake, like SJR said, I'm in it now. I'm in it now, dog. I'm in it now, man. So the TAC app, yeah, that'll be a curated space. What I want to have there specifically is I do not like social media right now. I don't like it because there's too many people that don't want to actually give a fuck about what you have to say, but they're going to have something about what you have to say. How you come in here purposely misinterpreting what I just said just for funsies? Get out of here. Get out of here. You're not supposed to be here. Nobody's supposed to be here. I promise you it's not the alcohol. I just, I sing, man. I always said it's funny. My two, two loves, I love singing and dancing. And I ain't never been very good at either. <laughs> I ain't never been very good at either, dog. My mom, bro, my mom and my older sister, Brittany. So look, okay, again, what I say, I got a very, the family I was raised in is crazy, ambitious, and just, my sister got a PhD. And not that you wouldn't, I won't say like wouldn't know it, but she don't walk around, Dr. Hoover this, Dr. Hoover that. That's Brittany. But to y'all, that's Dr. Damn Hoover. You better, you better come correct. You better, you better. What's that? This I love what's his name? Uh the dude on TikTok. Where has he been at? I feel like I ain't seen him in a minute. That's one thing about and that that too. So I'm again a builder, a community builder. I am I am incensed in cultivating creative community, right? In building spaces specifically around brands, around beings, around bodies around inspired individuals. I understand the concept of not having the platform that you probably would murder it if it was right there, right? You is this, you know how many people I, I know that just given that one chance, that one, yeah, I vape, sorry guys. Look, I'm trying to, I'm, this is supposed to be my last one. I'm, I, everything I didn't kick. So I'm, a, I'm also, I'm a habit builder. Again, a builder. If you, if you're looking to build good, sustainable habits, I'm your guy to come talk to, man. I, um, like my day starts with water pushups and Alex lessons. And then it succeeds with podcasts, music, and more, more just learning, living my life and doing what I got to do, getting my shit done. I tell you, I promise you, I'm the most productive 20 year old or person in my twenties and, and around here, at least in my immediate, now saying in my immediate space, Hey, okay, maybe that's don't mean enough, but then's enough of a concrete jungle. You know, especially if you talk about as far as a desert goes, you know, a concrete jungle. This is somewhat of an opportunity desert for someone like me. And that, you know, pointing back to that, when you have a, uh, an individual like me, and again, knowing that I do not have a unique experience whatsoever in that general sense, so many of us were 
born with this creative drive and this this ability to problem solve. And I don't even call myself a problem solver. I call myself a solution finder, right? Let's see how this uh, works. Let's see if I can. Yeah, okay. Yeah, there we go. Hope this. Hope we got some good sound. I put it on the ground. I'm not trying to hold it, but I also didn't want it to be. Nah, I don't like that. But yeah, man, I'm, I'm a solution finder, you know, and that goes back to the creative strategist side of it and the social engineering innovation. Uh, I'm a solution finder, man. I don't like the idea of sitting there saying, okay, we can choose A or B, which one is it? That's why I say I always love math and in, in, in school because, yeah, I do like the linear idea of and the, the static and non-abstract sense of there is an answer and there, it will be found as long as you go for it. Again, if you stay in the game, you will find the answer. But the other side I don't enjoy is what if I don't necessarily want to find your answer? What if I, you know, and that's why I always loved English as well. And you know, I loved history so much. I love I did, I love school. I love learning. Like I said, I'm I'm a teacher. I'm a builder. I'm a learner. Learner is definitely the most important aspect of all of that. Builder is who I am at my core. Teaching is what I do best. But learning is who I am for life, right? I'm a learner for life. And I love to I love to put it that way because it makes sense, doesn't it? You're right. Teacher is what I'm I'm very good at because I learn so much and because I'm able to build the systems around it to allow, you know, other people to learn from me. I always say I can turn a parable to a poor man and make him a prophet, man. Come on now. Somebody, anybody, everybody, scream. Now nah, and then maybe the alcohol talking. Now, this is, hey. Shout out to the DR. I had a great time, man. We're gonna have we're gonna do a separate. That's gonna be a Black Boy Joy segment. That'll probably be the first BBJ segment of just me, right? We'll probably do the first Black Boy Joy segment with me alone, and I'll tell y'all, you know, just some DR stories. That'll be. I'll do that the same day I do my because I do photo dumps on Instagram like everybody else does, but I don't. I, I barely post. I've been forgetting about posting. I'm like, oh shit, he ain't posting in nine months. I go, what are you doing? They miss you. You might you they miss you. I only got like 500 some followers. I only get like 20 story views, but that's realizing Instagram is dying, dog. And so again, talking about plan for 2023. And I understand the tangents are here, but actually, we just came back. We just got back. See? See what I said? See what I said? See what I said? Okay. Plan for 2023. So just came out. I was just reading on Social Minds today an article about um, you know, new features rolling out to Instagram. So they're pushing this new um, feature homepage way to post on your feed, right? Specifically in a text format that when I first saw it, I thought it was kind of mimicking Twitter, which is what I was just thinking about. I was like, damn, if they did that, that would be beautiful. If, if they found a way to, excuse me, allow someone like me, or even again, the 19 keys of the world, uh, the Lewis Howes, the, the people like that, who we're not super big on posting pictures of ourselves because the shit's not about me. Even though it is my personal Instagram, you know, and, it, and my family, you know, my people are on there. I do want to share my life and I do that. But I'm also not. They say, you know, the happiest, the, the people that are happy are not. And I agreed when I when I got a little bit happier and started living my life a little bit more full, I stopped feeling the need to be on socials and need to post and need to share and for anybody. And I never was big on it. But like even before, I would feel bad for not being on it. I'd be like, damn, man, I should, I should post on Instagram more. I just don't, because I wouldn't take a whole lot of pictures. Now I take pictures of everything because I'm present in the moments. I've always been present in the moments, but now I'm so present in the moments that I'm able to take a picture, get videos, and still recognize everything going on around me and appreciate it for the beauty that it has.
that's a special space. Again, I'm sitting in a space right now and have been for for a little bit now where some people don't get to get. I enjoy the idea of knowing that if this is only the beginning and I'm only 22 and I plan to live to, I've said 100 and we're talking about longevity and man, they're talking... Can aging be cured? That's what I, the article I read yesterday. Or that, sorry, Business Week had a um, a podcast yesterday, but I was reading some of it the other day about it, and I'm like, yeah, shit. If aging can be cured, nigga like me, that's a dangerous sign. You telling me if I can get a chance to no diseases? That's what. So actually, let me let me grab my phone. I promise we're going we're going we're going right back. We're going right back. It's all centered. It's all centered. So, Alux. My my favorite platform for sure. Alux is an amazing app, by the way. If you don't have the Alux app, I recommend. I don't recommend it. I say you need to get it right now. It is fifteen dollars a month to have. You know, you think about the idea. What I love about Chat GPT, I be, I've been calling it the Great Equalizer, right? And what's so interesting about Chat is, I liken it to having. Imagine you have. PhD level professors or intellects, you know, imagine having the entire encyclopedia, you know, the all of Encyclopedia Britannica, all of your local library, which we do have, you know, with Wikipedia, with Google, but at your hands in a way that you could sit there and ask the books a question. Imagine being able to ask a book a question, right? Like imagine being able to look at a book and say, uh, who who uh who are the first five black men to invent anything? Who are all the black individuals that have invented things and not gotten credit for it, have their patents stolen? And then it runs it down to you. That's why I believe his name is human. Adding the speech part to it. Oh, that's why I said beautiful. Because I'm like, okay, imagine sitting there and you and that question comes up and you can go, Alexa. How many black men have created blah blah blah, or who who uh, who created the airplane? Who was who took the first flight? And you know it's the Wright brothers, and Siri can tell you that, yeah. But Chief Jack, Chat GPT is going to tell you the Wright brothers made the airplane. They took their flight on this date. This is what it looked like. This is what blah, and it's what they got. So I'm being like I said, I can see out. I'm being nosy. That's one. I tell you, I catch everything. I'm a very perceptive and observant individual, and it's funny because people. People often don't know that about me because, again, I don't. Those are the things I don't say. I don't tell people that I'm that I see everything, but I see everything. I don't tell people that I take in everything, but I take in everything, right? And that's but you you're not supposed to tell people that because you let them know that, then they're gonna start moving funny. I want you to move exactly how you were going to when you thought I wasn't looking. Because what they say, integrity is what you do when you think nobody's watching. Think about the integrity, especially people will. They think you're not watching when you're right next to them. They think you're not watching when you're looking at them. People will do snaky, funny acting ass shit. And grandmas, mamas, don't get mad at me for cussing. Bad words fly sometimes. I, I That's one habit I, I won't tell you I'm trying to beat uh, because I do understand. Like I, I speak with a lot of passion and emotion and energy. And sometimes it's funny. Last year when we were in Florida we were at my grandma's, <clears throat> We had a conversation about a Twitter space I was in and something went wrong. Please try again. Oh, hush, Siri. She heard me say Alexa. She got mad. She say, what? What do you mean, Alexa? I'm not. I I got my Alexa downstairs. I haven't used it in months. Uh, It's an interesting device. But yeah, again, like it was part of my morning routine for a while. But when I started kind of moving in my own timing in my morning routine and things started, especially again, 
I told people, I said it the other day. So, okay, this is the back of my phone, right? It's got to, you know, it's cracked. If I get water in that, I'm, oh boy, okay? I even got cracks in the front a little bit. But I tell you, inside the phone, I don't have a 13, I don't have a 14 or a 13 Pro. I got a regular old 13. And, but, you know, you, you see the color I got. You see, you see the, come on. Brand builder, creative strategist, brand builder. At, my book bag, the same color. I, I was going to turn it, but my book bag is the same color. My North Face bag is the same color, okay? My favorite marker is the same color, okay? The Henny Blue is, this is not necessarily Henny Blue, but this is a, or it's not THC Blue. This is not THC Blue. Any Blue is Henny Blue. I've said that before, and I'll keep saying it for the rest of my life. Any Blue is Henny Blue, okay? By the way, Hennessy, get at me. Let's make some shit shake. Henny Blue? Tell me that don't sound fire. Henny Blue label? Tell me you wouldn't drink some Henny Blue Label. I, you don't have to tell me because I know you would. Henny Blue Label, that's not, that sound like that drink. Or Hendrix Gin. Now, I'm not a gin drinker, but if you throwing money, if you throwing equity and money the right way, you know, and you you providing the resources to make some shit shake. I got it back to, you know, talking about plans for everything. I got a lot of stuff coming that needs some sponsorships. Now, not that I'm the biggest alcohol drinker. You know, alcoholism definitely... I would say runs in my family, but you think about the black community and a lot of people can say that again, not a unique experience whatsoever. Um, just one that a lot of people probably wouldn't understand if they've never heard it. If you've never heard my experience, it would be a shock to you. I think that oftentimes that that throws me. It surprises me the shock that people have when they hear my story. I'm like, oh, I know 10 niggas that got it much worse than me. Look, I'm, I'm, I promise you, I'm good, dog. Like, I'm like, I'm good, dog. I didn't, I didn't made it out. I didn't survived it all, right? My mama moved me out of Chicago. She got me out. She brought me a place where I, where we, I, you know, I was able to find success and and thrive and build on top of what you know the cultivation that my family unit put around me. So I'm good, right? But I realized how many people didn't get that chance, man. We just talked about a guy from the neighborhood, man, didn't make it out to say the least. And it threw me, dog. It was like, yo, I remember seeing him when I was a little kid. You know, drugs. Now, no, no, to no fault of his own, he was drugged. But and it, he was drugged high school. You know, my not my age at the po- at the moment, but not too far removed from where I'm at right now. And that was a story that always stuck with me for a very long time. Um, especially as you know, high school went on, as parties happened. You know, went out as I've gotten 21 and 22 and clubs and whatnot. You're not touching my drink. And yeah, so rest in peace, King. Because nobody deserves that. Nobody deserves that, especially when you think of uh, this world that you already have to live in as a black man. And it, I'm not I'm not a person that sits there and harps on the, on the race and everything. I, I am an individual that loves and has care and wants to see everybody succeed. You know, if you if you look at everything I put around. Damn, why you got me red at 27? I think that's don't start till 25. Maybe it's 30 now. Mm. I, I'm big on education and equity for all. You know, I like I said, I'm on my love tip. But back to what we were talking about. A lot of things need sponsorships. A lot of things, you know, not necessarily need sponsorships. But damn, I understand the idea of ownership says I own this shit. You can own this shit, too. We can own it together and make it better than we can make it separate. Collaboration. So let's take it all the way back, but all the way forward. The THC app real quick. I'll give you a quick rundown of what that's going to be for 2023. Or 24, it's going to be one of these next two years, but we're not waiting a long time for that. That'll either be before this year is up or Q1 of next year. I'm going to meet me at a developer. 
I'm becoming my damn self. I don't wait for a damn soul. I'm not waiting for a soul because I realize ain't nobody coming to save me except Jesus Christ. And I don't look. Okay. I, I'm not ready for that return. Okay. So when that savior comes, okay, it's all said and done. So until then, like Sean said, everything on this earth, so let's get to work, bitch. Come on. So the TAC app, it will be a curated space specifically around the social media, the Instagram aspect of it, the curate, the space that says, if you want to be here, this is the place to be, right? Come one, come on, knowing not all, not all will come, but those that do are meant to be, okay? I also look at the idea of having the, you know, dedicated kind of freelance marketplace. That's one thing that I definitely am missing even at this moment is I do not have a direct funnel into the work that I want to do and the work that I'm best at, because when it comes to, you know, looking for somebody like me, you're not looking on the fibers. You're not looking on the Upworks. You're not looking on freelancer.com. And I'm not looking for my clients there neither. Right. I'm not looking for rising artists, you know, the 18 year old with a phenomenal voice or that has crazy bars or the entrepreneur with a great idea that just needs a little exposure or some resources or some leverage added to it. Somebody that can come along and say, okay, this is where it goes next. This is what we should do. This is how we should take it. Those people are not there, nor am I. So we're kind of missing each other on both ends, if that makes sense, right? It's a catch-22 for everybody involved. They make a catch-44 and four synchronicities. Catch-44, I'm okay with a catch-44 if we can catch the 44. We can catch all, you know. Barack was 44, wasn't he? Hmm, interesting. Okay. So yeah, the THC app, that or yeah, the marketplace, I look at, you know, having um, a curated space for certain creators, especially the edutainment side of it, the people who want to share their mindset courses that are, you know, coaching courses, their coaching content that maybe don't have the exposure from off bat. That's another place that I sit in now of looking, damn, imagine me being able to, even if it's not necessarily for direct monetary gain, but I'm building the audience. Because audience building is the future. That's where so many creators are missing it right now. And we're tying it. We went, we're going back. And if you, I, like I say, if you follow me again, not, this is not for everybody, but it makes perfect sense. I know it makes sense. And I'm going to listen back and I look, I'll post it if it do. And if it don't, I'll leave it back and try again. But I know it makes sense because again, all I'm doing is speaking the truth. Audience building, community building around your brand is the future. That's where we're headed. You know, they talk about content is king. And that's one thing that we know that has been skewed. Again, talking about those words that have lost kind of their meaning in what they're supposed to mean and taking on a new life that doesn't actually make sense is not conducive to what it should be. Uh, content creators. My, I remember my stepdad used to say, making all that noise. You ain't even going nowhere. Well, man, that's a real thing in real life. Forget just the cars. That's a real thing in real life, making all that noise and not going nowhere. And that's the space I'm trying to stay out of, making all that noise and not going nowhere. Because what's the purpose, right? Anyway, we're going to be here for about an hour and a half. And I kind of like that. I thought we were only going to get an hour in. I think we'll get an hour and a half specifically because, you know, my next two topics or my next two things after this are where am I from and where am I going? But we've kind of We've hit that. See, that's how my, but that is how my brain works. It's going to connect everything in such a way. Even the topics today, I got my little whiteboard. I love my mini whiteboard. Get a whiteboard, get your journals, get your reflection, your places to have your reflection, get those things to build those habits. And I promise it becomes much easier. Find the things that are conducive to you. Habit building, success, you know, the success journey, the growth journey becomes so much easier. I do consume a lot of content, but like like SGR was saying yesterday, 
that intersection of familiar and foreign, that's where I live now. I'm always seeking out new things and testing new things, but I am still a creature of habit because I'm a habit builder. And I understand that is how you continue to grow is by building those good habits. So I have my five or six podcasts that I'm going to always listen to. Though I got a podcast list actually. So if you know, drop a comment if you want my podcast list, my top 10 from last year. Uh, it's got Diary CEO with Stephen Bartlett, uh, 19 Keys, High Level Conversations, Jamel Hill's Unbothered. We got a, no, I don't think Naval's on there just because that wasn't a 2022 podcast, but I listened to it last year. And man, I mean, if you want to talk about my favorite podcast of last year, it would be that one just because of the amount of information and knowledge that he shared. And it has, it was, um, he goes down all his tweet threads. He, he's famous for tweet threads. Well, not famous for tweet threads. He's famous for being a genius investor and a great businessman and a great motivator and inspirer and knowledge giver, and insight bringer and all those different titles, you know, whatever, multi-hyphenate like a mug. That's my goal. That's why I'm like, I, I keep making up names for myself because I want to be multi-hyphenate like a mug, but they're true and they're real and they are conducive to me. Okay. So like I said, yeah. So find those, those different platforms, those different routes and methods and mediums that fit you. I promise it becomes much easier. It, it does become much, much easier to, to build on those habits and even more to one for them. They, you know, it goes habit, routine, ritual. My morning routine is no longer a routine. It's a ritual now. Now, not that I can't, you know, succeed or give or go about my day without it, but it's a very clear difference in when I have it and when I don't. Right. So I definitely, yeah, that's a ritual at this point, And I enjoy it to, to a very large extent. I got to get my sunlight, got to get my movement, got to get my water, got to get my lessons, you know, and then that that sets me up for a very successful and productive and happy, happy day because success is just happiness. Right. We know that. Right. We know that. Right. We know that. Right. And that's why the destination doesn't matter. It's about the journey, because if you can find time to be happy and present in the journey, you've already won the game. We know that. Right. OK, just making sure. OK, just making sure. So I think we're done talking about the THC app for a little bit. That's something that, you know, we'll, we'll make a separate, not necessarily separate, but that'll be something that we dive in depth in one day, um, especially we will talking about segments and, and topics that we'll do. Blackboard Joe will be one of them. Curate or excuse me, Creators Corner. And actually, Creators Corner, that may be an interesting day to to kind of interview um, different, excuse me. We'll just go ahead and plug and cut it out. That be, excuse me. That may be an interesting space to go ahead and kind of, hey, interview different builders and see who works the best, you know, see who is. I love the word, I use the word conducive so much, but I use it because, again, you want to talk about things that just make sense. Excuse me. If it's not conducive to the brand, it don't work. What's the point of having shit around you that, that doesn't suit your lifestyle and doesn't suit who you are? Hove said, and, and God did. I like who I've become. No, sorry, that's in, uh, sorry, not sorry. I like who I've become. Think about liking who you've become. It's a it's a lifestyle choice. You know, you think about you've got to adopt the lifestyle to actually enjoy the, the parts of it. You know, they talk about planting seeds for fruit that you'll never eat. I do feel that I'm at least getting to sit in the shade of the tree because I planted very strong seeds in very strong soil, right? The soil was already ripe for planting. You put good seeds in there. Well, you're going to have experiential and sporadic growth. So that's where we're sitting at. Now I'm getting the chance to sit under the shade of the tree. And I even more do believe because I did plant them so early and the soil was already so rich, I will get a chance to taste the fruit, decide if I like it, plant more seeds, taste that fruit, 
decide how it tastes and continue to plant whatever seeds until I find the very one fruit that I know will fucking feed us. So until I know that this this is the tree that's going to because, you know, that's how that's how seeds work and how plant the wind and the bees carry them and whatever insects and birds carry the seeds around and spread them up. Each one teach one and then they teach one and then they teach one and it's a process. Okay. So where are we at? I know where we were at, but I'm I'm wondering if we're going to circle back to where we were or push forward from where we're at or where we're going. Might as well. That's the next topic. Where are we going? Where am I going? What are the immediate next steps? The immediate next steps will be mindset coaching. It'll be brand building and, you know, creative strategy consulting. So with, with that being said, and I guess, yeah, we didn't finish out plans for 2023. So let's just go there. With those being said, uh, specifically on the tip of mindset coaching, I understand that, that is a space that a lot of people don't want to admit or are even aware that they maybe need help. I get that. So, you know, if you're watching this and you feel that you maybe are stuck in a space of stagnation or you are in a space of I want to do better, I want to grow more, I want to see what's on the other side. I want to look at life just a little bit differently, even if it's not necessarily your success mission in the sense of, you know, attaining power or going for riches or whatever it may be. You don't have to be building a business to grow a a Teflon mindset or to, you know, to learn the marathon momentum mindset to have an attitude for gratitude. You don't have to be chasing a billion dollars or chasing a great legacy to work on your mindset. That's something that people should be doing in the general sense. And it's, it's, that's where I point to awareness. It's something that we're so unaware of, especially in our culture, in my culture, in the black community of this broken mindset that we've been indoctrinated in. We've been programmed in such a way to not see ourselves in a certain light and it therefore transfers into the outer world. You know, you think about cynicism and pessimism and even over overwhelming optimism, nonsensical to me. Uh, to not just be present in everyday life. If you don't feel that that is a space that you're in right now, reach out to me, man. Let's let's do the 30 day blast. Let's do the motivational text in the morning. Let's do the uh, you know, I, let's build habits. Let me let me do the, a little bit of research to see what will fit you best. Tell me what you're looking to go toward. Let's figure this shit out. Because my thing is working together. It's all about that's where we were before collaboration. I'm huge on working together and collaboration. I understand that none of this shit happens alone. You cannot do it by yourself. And if you don't have somebody in your corner that is rooting for you, but not only rooting for you, rooting for you in a way that doesn't benefit them per se. Now, it, it, you know, whether it's financial gains for me or, you know, recognition, that's a different side of it, I believe. But in the general scheme, I'm not necessarily invested in your success, right? I just want to see people understand the joy that I get to walk around with every day. The, the, again, the lust for life that I have, the spirit that I carry. I want people to understand where that comes from and not only to understand it, but to experience them for themselves. Because like I said, man, it is a beautiful transition to have to, to walk out ever, to wake up every day and to truly say, let's get this shit. And the, the truth, I mean, I can't lie. Like I, if I'm lying, I'm dying. If I'm dying, I'm flying. Come on, send me up. But I'm sitting right here, man, because every day I wake up in this joyful, just ready to attack shit energy that I don't believe. I know, I know so many people do not wake up with and do not get to 
you know, attest and claim. And I just want to share that with the world, man. I want to share that with everybody that wants to have it. I want, I have this other, you know, one, another one of my mottos, it's, it's twofold. It's two-sided, I guess. Inclusivity as a form of exclusivity, but also exclusivity as a form of inclusivity. It's the come one, come all, knowing that not all will, but those that do. If you're looking for me, you're going to find me. Okay. That is that simple. I say I'm the most accessible, least accessible person in the entire world. I have to be, I have to be. And the people around me know that for sure. I'm the one guy that, you know, while I may not answer the first or even second text, if you call me, if you call me after that, I know something's up. I may not have seen the first two, but I'm going to see the call and be like, oh shit, nigga texted me twice. Let me, what's up? What do, what, what we need? What are we doing? What's wrong? It's just who I, it's just who I am. That's what I have. I have it on my, my do not disturb. Most people probably don't even know that it exists, that you can have it where any number that calls you twice can break through do not disturb right so i have my favorites list my favorites list anything they send me any call any text it comes through right there's 10 people 11 people on that that's it that that small and that that's family that's my sisters my grandmas my moms that's six right there uh hmm, mainly be nine right now because three guys two guys something like that so yeah and the homies but yeah, I mean, and, and they sit in that space where if they were to, oh, and my aunt, my auntie Kim, which that is more, excuse me, had to readjust because I, you know, popped my leg up. Um, yeah, but that it's it's sitting it sits in that place very very much for a purpose again, organic intentional action that is natural for me, but also it's with the reason because I know how I am when it comes to the phone, right? I know that I may or may not be paying attention to the mug. I may have it on do not disturb for forty eight hours. I may have it on Do Not Disturb for 72 with a three-hour break in between, and it was broken up into five-minute increments here and there on accident. Somehow it got off Do Not Disturb. It wasn't even on purpose, right? So with that being said, yeah, uh, you know, I, I'm i the most accessible, least accessible person. And going back to the Do Not Disturb, the two calls, anybody who calls me twice, if you call me, that's what I say. If I don't recognize a number, I'm not going to answer it per se. Now, if it's Local numbers, 940s, 972s, 817s. I answer those here and there. Most of the time, 99, 98, 97, somewhere between 95 and 99% of the time, I answer those, right? Excuse me. But especially if it calls me twice, clearly you want something, right? So yeah, I'm the most accessible least. And it's funny, actually, uh, recently, quick quick little side story. Recently, a an old friend from high school situation went down and I'm not, I don't have the details on it. So I don't even have enough to spill the beans per se. So yeah. Uh, but hit me up on kind of something very random, very, very much a random situation that, well, you know, the idea of not being my problem, you think about truly not my concern and what does Marcus do? What is Marcus? Okay. How can I help? But it was truly upon realizing that it was the way it was presented to me is, is the reason that I'm not helping. Because all you have to do is come to me correct. Even if you, I'm not, come correct doesn't mean that you have to come to me in a certain manner or light. You know what coming to me correct means. You know what's right and wrong. As an adult, you know what is good and bad. You know how you will want somebody to approach you if you need it, if, if they needed help, if they needed something from you. Specifically, again, talking about something that is not necessarily their issue or concern to deal with. And they're going out of their way, making that time. You know how to approach that situation. So when that doesn't happen, yeah, that's when I'm turned off from it. 
But otherwise, it's very hard to get me to not give a fuck because I give so many fucks and I always have. Uh, so I'm going to start wrapping up soon. This has been very enjoyable. Again, this is episode one, season one, episode one. Notice season one. Notice I said that. Notice I said season one for a reason. Again, organic, intentional action. The winner's recipe to success. Cook it up. Cook it up. Cook it up. Cook it up. Man, niggas down there hooping and stuff. That's why I'm, I was supposed to be down there. It was five o'clock. I'll hop down there about seven or something. And give me a night hoop in. There we go. Plan for 2023. Forget all that. We, we talked. Look, drop in the comments. Mindset coaching. Uh, you know, if you have a great, if you have an idea that you believe is a phenomenal idea and you just need somebody to help you flesh it out, you need somebody to tell you what the next steps are. You know, if you're talking about building a business around it, if you're saying you just need somebody to listen to you, to just tell you if it's a good idea or not, or if they believe in it, if they'd buy it, if they'd utilize it, or you need somebody to test it out. It's going to, again, you got to pay to play, but in, in certain uh, atmospheres and respects, no, you don't. You know, if, it, if it's something that I truly believe in, I'm willing to pull back on that because I understand the concept of being involved in something special. Right. Um, and again, that collaboration side of it, if we're going to work together on it going forward, especially. Yeah, you don't have to. I'm not going to ask you to pay me to be involved in a beautiful idea that we're going to work together on. that's going to propel us. But I'm not going to. No, 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 no. Who does that? Where's my mama? <laughs> But yeah, okay, so yeah, that in within that respect, if you got my socials, uh, I just made a new uh, microsite. It's beautiful, conducive to the brand, like nobody's business. Ooh. Boy, that thing is sexy. And on it, these two things, these two plans for 2023, the Hendricks Collective and the Henny Leagues. Okay, so what is the Hendricks Collective? The Hendricks Collective is my community that I'm building. Uh, it's I call it a, I call it a handful of things. It's two things. It's two sides of it. It's focused on what I call the five E's: education, equity, empowerment, exposure, and experience. Right. Again, realizing there's so many, so few platforms where you can go and actually be around like-minded individuals that are there for a, you know, common purpose or common goal and working together to achieve said goals. They don't too much exist specifically when you're talking about you know culturally relevant industry relevant, whatever it may be, they're just not there for us, man. They're just not. And I understand the the value of having something like that and what that could have done for me at the beginning of my journey. So I figure why not make it a part of my journey, right? Why not that be the journey? Uh, so my ultimate goal, yes, I'm a community builder. I'm a builder in that sense. Like I said, I enjoy cultivating creative community. Uh, with the Hendricks Collective, that will be um, a creative community, specifically around the ideas of Creativity and connection. Uh, those three. Those are the three C's: community, connection, culture, uh, and excuse me, community, creativity, and connection. And the big idea, yeah, there is. It's a space to build in public. It's a space to connect with like-minded individuals. It's a space to be, and a space to be. Right. That's what we do not have. We have places to be. We have spaces to exist, but not to be, not to live, not to enjoy, not to experience, not to be present and to be. I need them to stop. <laughs> I need them to stop all the yelling. Not to be who you are without fear of judgment and also without the reciprocity of others doing the same. I think those are definitely the two sides that we miss kind of the most on social media right now is with the age of the individual having taken this weird turn that it did, it became so individualistic that everybody is fighting for their own space 
without realizing that everybody's fighting for their own space. If we stop fighting each other for our own space and just be in our own space, then you have your you have your corner of the Internet, which you do. Your Twitter is your Twitter. I'm not coming on your Twitter telling you what you're doing wrong with your fucking Twitter unless you're harming a nigga, which even then there's often times where that shit ain't my business. Right. It's just not. Uh, so, yeah, that that is my biggest you know, mission with that specifically is giving a place for, like I said, the five E's education. We're going to learn. We're going to learn some shit. We're going to learn. We're going to leverage resources. Right. We're going to leverage resources. We're going to provide each other with each other, with our own time. We're going to. I love the idea of a space where you can say, hey, you know, I've got this great idea and I, I want somebody. I want people to test it out. Gosh, think you can see how you like this. Here's a free promo code, you know, lifelong promo code, whatever it may be. Cause that there's an app called Polywork where a lot of, and it's beautiful. I love how that works on there. It's just not as curated as I think it should be. Uh, and then, you know, that, that, so that's the education portion, equity. Equity is more so on the education side. And again, I, I do see those as a combination. And that's why anywhere you'll see me mention them, it's going to be education and equity because the education is of equity. That's such a big part of it. Learning ownership. We need to talk more about ownership. We need to understand what it means. Ownership does not mean that you have to be the biggest boss. You do not have to be the biggest boss. Like that's not how this shit works because there oftentimes there's only one biggest boss. There's only one top, top, top creme de la creme, or there's, you know, the cream of the crop and there's a handful of them, but not everybody can be the biggest boss. We got to get out of that, but we have to get into understanding that be a boss if you're going to be. Yeah, own your own shit. But if you can own your own shit and collaborate with another individual, give them a piece of what you have to make it better and make it bigger than it ever could be. Why are we running from that? Why are we fighting that idea? You know, we got so many people that... And and I love 19 Keys and EYL. They they put it in such a EYL speaking of Rashad Bilal and Troy Millings, they put in a very interesting perspective saying, you know, specifically within the black community, we come from this space where we've gone so long having nothing that the second we get something, we have to have it all to ourselves. We hoard it. And that often is the the killer of everything that we've built. It's trying to have it all to ourselves. Not being willing to share a piece of the pie knowing that everybody's going to eat a little bit better. You know, I liken it to if we're making a pie and I got the pan and you got the, you know, you got the vanilla extract, you have all the vanilla extract and I have all the pans. Okay. Well, two things can happen. We can either make this pie together and share resources, which is a beautiful thing, but I understand that's not necessarily how everybody wants to go about it. Or I can get some of your vanilla. You can get some of my pans. We can go our separate ways, make our pies, and now we got pie. Well, I did. I, I very much the other day this came to mind. Excuse me. If you go to a buffet, all you can eat, right? But at some point, you get full. You're no longer eating, and buffets don't let you take anything home. Most don't. You know, New China King buffet. I think they let you take things home. Most buffets don't let you take anything home. Excuse me. I want an hour and twenty one minutes without. We're about to be done in about eight or nine minutes. Fuck it. Most buffets not gonna let you take anything home. But if you go to a buffet, your plate is your plate. <laughs> like that's just kind of that, and you're you're subjected to what is at the buffet. And again, it just is. Now it's beautiful in the all you can eat sense, but again, at some point you get full. 
I think about a potluck. If we all bring, if I bring the mashed potatoes and you bring the gravy and you bring the ham and you bring the, you bring turkey and you got collard greens and you got mac and cheese. Now two things can happen there. I can tell you if you, if you don't have, you got, like you brought the gravy, right? Hey, can I get some of your mashed potatoes? Yeah. $15. Okay. You might pay it. You're probably going to pay it. If you want mashed potatoes that bad, you're going to pay the 15. So now you got yours. Hey, can I get some of your gravy? Yeah. $20. But that's not the idea of a potluck at all. Because a potluck, you don't necessarily have to pay to play. You just bring your resources. See, a buffet, you have to pay to play. Potluck, you bring your resources. It's come one, come all. Everybody eats B. Everybody eats B. Who was that? Everybody eats B. <laughs> yeah, man. And I just it's I liken this life thing to a potluck. You know, it's a board game and it's a potluck at the same time. We should we should make a board game called potluck. Anybody in? Anybody want to make a board game called potluck? Let's fucking make a board game called Potluck. And everybody has different things and you have to find a way to share resources. And you can charge or you can not charge. It's up to you. But if you charge me on your turn, I can upcharge you on my turn and we can keep this stupid ass game going. Oh, <laughs> now in that sense, you know, I can't speak to that. That might be that. That would be very interesting. Let's make a game called Potluck. Hey, again, I, like I said, I produce so many ideas. If that was not for me, if somebody, look, if somebody goes and makes the game called Potluck, I will buy and play it and I will promote it all over here. Let's do it, man. So, yeah, as we wrap up, you know, I, I think we covered a lot today. You know, hour 23 minutes and I damn sure didn't stop talking the whole time. I may have got a few ums and ahs in, but I talked. That's what happened yesterday. I recorded about 38 minutes and, man, I was just talking this is all off the cuff by the way i have show notes a little bit but i don't necessarily believe in scripting realness you know you you, you start to script realness it is no longer real that's when you know i talk about the content creators the idea of there's an art form to speaking for sure there's an art form to sharing your story but that's the point it's my story so there's an art form to telling it but all I'm doing is speaking about me and the things I believe and the things I know to be true or believe to be true. You know, I'm not going to force my facts. <laughs> they talk about uh, choosing your facts. I'm like, you cannot choose facts, bro. You cannot choose facts. You can choose opinions. You cannot decide what is and isn't fact. We got too many people trying to decide what is and is not fact these days. And then going out telling people what is and is not fact based off of their opinion. That shit don't work, bro. We got to get out of that, man. We got to stop doing that because what happens again, people spread stuff without doing their own research and they got that from somebody that didn't get do research and they got that from somebody stupider than, than the nigga before. So it just keeps diminishing. It's the game of telephone. We play this big ass worldwide game of telephone and you got people in the game in this 8 billion person game who will intentionally change the message just for the fun of it. Do y'all remember the kids back in the day and you would be like, the game would start and it'd be like, uh, University of North Texas. And then it gets to the end and they talking about Michael Scott got big titties. Where did that come from? So the first person talking about, so who changed it? Don't nobody want to fess up. You already know who the nigga that changed it was. We already know who changed it. We can pinpoint the nigga who, who, who randomly changed it to Michael Scott got big titties. Why did you do that? <laughs> Why did you do that? But we play, yes, we play this big ass game of telephone around this world, around these 8 billion, 7.5, whatever it is, somewhere in the middle of that, 7.6. It's somewhere in a whole lot of muff. 
And then we have these people who will intentionally change the message just to cause chaos. My grandfather, Sidney Murphy, I love him to death. Four, five, six years ago, somewhere around that time. No, was it 2022? Six years ago would have been 2016. So yeah, probably about 2017, 2018. 2017 is when it would have been. We are, my grandparents, Christmas 2016, excuse me. My grandparents, my sister, I don't believe she was married to John yet. So I don't believe he was here. My sister, they're here to visit. So it's me and my mom, my aunt, my uncle, my two little cousins, my grandparents, my sister. We're at dinner at or lunch after church. Okay. Excuse me. And my grandfather, we, we ordered some appetizers for the table, right? At some point, now here's mind you, black person's favorite words, mind you. Sidney Murphy records everything. He has like 17 cameras, drones, all this different stuff. He records everything, okay? Sidney is sitting at this table and asks the waitress. Now, nobody sees this happen. He has it on video, though. And nobody's seen the video yet. In, in all these years, nobody, in five years, nobody, six years, whatever, nobody's seen this video. But it is a hilarious moment. Sidney asked the waitress for like some calamari or something. She brings it directly to him. And when she puts it at the table, he looks around. He's sitting there recording, not saying a word. And everybody's like, okay, well, who ordered this? Yeah, who ordered it? We tell the lady, like, we don't, we didn't order this. This is not ours. You must have brought it. She's like, no, someone at this, she just, maybe she couldn't, it was like, maybe she, she brought, like I said, she brought it and put it right in front of him. But it was the fact that he did not claim it. And again, we had ordered stuff for the table. So she's like, where should I put this? And he's not saying a fucking word. Just recording. So <laughs> we're like, okay, who ordered the random calamari? Because you don't know who you talk. You seem to not know who you talk to. And she's like, no, I do. And then that's when she started saying like, he did. It was him. <laughs> and again, he's not saying a single thing. So long story short. And not that Sydney loves chaos. <laughs> he just, I think he loves chaos in the good way. Because it was no harm, no foul. He wanted it and we ate it. But it was just like, why? Why did you order this? And then sit there for about five minutes recording everybody asking who ordered the calamari when you ordered the calamari. So more of the story, don't be the person that orders the calamari and then doesn't tell everybody you ordered the calamari. And then sits there recording everybody talking about who ordered the calamari and you're just laughing in your head. Don't be that guy. But if you're going to be that guy, get it on video. Hey, I'm out. My name's Marcus Hendricks. It was a pleasure being here today, man. Season one, episode one of the TMHS, The Marcus Hendricks Show. We out, baby. I love y'all, man. I love y'all. Peace. Trying to get a lot of dough. Anything is possible. Turn me up in the headphones. Yeah. Trying to get a lot of dough and dirt the water obstacles, cause anything is possible. Yeah. Oh man, I got a lot of gold. Stack that bread and buy my nose. Anything is possible. Yeah. Trying to get a lot of dough and dirt the water obstacles, cause anything is possible. Oh man, I got a lot of gold. Stack that bread and buy my nose. Anything is possible. Hey, I grind to get a lot of dough and dirt do all the obstacles. Cause anything is possible.
I know is get paper. All I do is shit major. Bought a condo on the top floor in the building. It's a skyscraper. Feeling like I'm Kobe, LeBron for the Lakers.